Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. We have a guest today, and it's been so freaking long. Bing! Hello! Welcome to Gavin Girl Time! With guys. <laughs> With queens. queens. I can't believe I just watched you guys do that live. <laughs> Every single time. We have a super fan of Gavin Girl Time. With but us? I'm also a big fan of this person myself. Very excited. Oh my gosh. Please yes. welcome Replica Queen. Replica! Headed stepchild, you and Gail got a lot in common. Is he your son? So much could be. <gasps> but, you know, not that I know of, but <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I was your dad in Pensacola and Fleet Week. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe. I didn't know him at all. So maybe. We never oh. know. <laughs> well, me either. I'm sorry. Book. No, it's okay. <laughs> We're off to a great start already. <laughs> uh, Replica is a local queen here in Knoxville, local drag Yay. queen. Um, I have to say, when I first met you, I, you know, before I met you, mm-hmm. I got a lot of, you know, she's this and oh, she's that and oh, she's a bitch. You're all and, that. Yeah, she's all that. <laughs> and I am. No, I, uh, I did have a little bit of a reputation, um, and still do. But, you know, it's um, I'm trying to change that perception. Yeah. The, more, the older I get, you know, I, I I jumped into this lovely art form before my brain was fully developed. At, because, you know, they say your brain fully de- men's brains fully develop at 25. So and that's pretty much all everybody. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. So my brain was, you know, I was still in a very much late high school, very early college age when I jumped into it because it was still when core was 18 and up when I started. So I was still, I was still a baby. Still baby. I was still a baby, trying to be, you know, trying to do drag and jump into the the big the big dogs world. And I, how did you get started in drag? Uh, so I'm a theater girl. Uh, I've always been a theater queen. Um, and so I, you know, jumped into theater as soon as I started back in college. And I always give the credit of replica to my friend that I met in the theater department. Her name, I still think she has one of the most beautiful names I've ever heard. Her name is Petula, which that <laughs> nice. I love, it. love that name. She was another redhead, and she was just fiery, and she was like the president of the theater company. Of course she and was. And so we were doing The Crucible my freshman year, <laughs> and they, they, I know, of course, good old East Tennessee education. Everybody has to do The Crucible. School. I went to Lincoln Memorial University. <laughs> of course you did. I, I did. Um, 
for anybody out there listening, I just... I, I'm not trying to get slandered, but please find another college. Um, uh, so I went to LMU and my, you know, met Petula and was getting into theater. And of course they cast me as like the judge. So I, my big scene was the courtroom scene where everyone's, you know, she's a witch. She's a witch. So I was really. Oh, you aren't to... Hester? No. <laughs> I wanted to be the I wanted to be, you know, uh, Goody Proctor, but they wouldn't let me. So um, but I had met, you know, a couple people and was kind of finally being open about my sexuality and who I, you know, am supposed to be in this world. And Petula was like, well, have you ever watched Willem's Beatdown, which is like Willem from Drag Race has this YouTube series where she will watch these Internet videos. And, I mean, tear them to shreds. You think my mouth <laughs> is bad. They will, like, destroy you. I mean, I was like, no, I had never, you know, watched this, never heard of it. So they showed it to me, and that was my first introduction to drag. Like, even at that point, I still hadn't even seen Mrs. Doubtfire. So I was, like, very, you know, at 18, 19-ish, I was still very, like, sheltered in what I knew. And so they showed me this, and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I love this. This is so funny. Well, then they introduced me to Drag Race. And so, of course, as, you know, any young queen getting started nowadays you know you start with drag race and so i was like this is just really cool to see that these men can put on you know some cover girl makeup and a cheap party city wig because we were watching like season four so that was really all they had and you know <laughs> go out there and do the thing and i was like i just love this so i i really got interested in it and then started picking up with makeup and you know eventually i made the mistake of getting a credit card at 19 and bought my first couple of drag costumes and are you still in debt i am still in crippling (laughs) debt one of the meanest things max factor ever did was stop manufacturing pan stick in america like they sell it over in england but in america i'm pretty certain that uh for years, I think a cryo, I used is it, it Krylon. Krylon took that over, mm-hmm. and they they sell like a TV paint stick mm-hmm. that you can put on. That's yeah, what that's I instead use. of the um, yeah, that is the thing now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm too old for it now, but when I was young, I would Max beat my factor. face to death with pan stick makeup. It was like that Maybelline. What was it like the Mousse Foundation that everyone had in the 20s, where you would like get it or 20s i need to go to you are to barely to in your 20s so. I am, i'm 25 i'm halfway through my 20s in the 2000s um, in the early 2000s <laughs> i meant to say where it was they would get it and it was like in a pot and it was like a mousse foundation so it was just air whipped into it but it was like a cream so they would get it out of the pot and like rub it all over their face what's wild is that we're in the 20s right now we are yeah, in the 20s we right are. now Happy so 2024, here we everybody. are back in the 20s and I was wearing makeup from the 20s. I think Max Factor was. <laughs> I'm lamenting over makeup. Your from granny's the 20s. makeup. So have I we loved really it because I hated my freckles. Four years. <laughs> Actually, we, the it didn't crash until 29. So and that's when the depre- that. depression came in. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. Um, okay, so you got your start in drag at LMU. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you've been on Drag Survivor twice. I, yeah, you were I, on the first season. Mm-hmm. All right, so take me through the first season before we get into the second season. So the first season was honestly the most fun I had in drag. And still to this day, I still think it was one of the most fun experiences. 
Um, Were you a baby queen doing it? I was still a baby at the time. I think I had just won Southern American Newcomer up in Chattanooga because it was that first summer we were doing it. So I was still the you know current Southern American Newcomer, and I was still in college. Like, was that I, your first pageant? Southern America was the second pageant I ever did, but it's the first one I won. Um, I will say the first pageant I did was Knox County Newcomer in 2020, right before the world shut down. And I came in first alternate at my very first pageant. And then second pageant, I won. I won, I think, like, I think I won Q&A and I won talent. And I did really well in, inter- oh, and I won interview. And then I did decently in presentation. When you own. started drag, did you have a booger phase or <laughs> did, I mean, did, did makeup come very um, natural to you? Oh, I... I was Boogerella. Boogerella oh. and the seven boogers. Like, it was bad. It was... Because, I mean, I had never, like... I wasn't an art kid, really. Like, yeah, I was a theater kid, but I, I couldn't draw. I couldn't paint. I couldn't, you know... I would sit and sketch, but it would, you know, never look good. Um, and I was always a video game person. Like, I loved to sit in front of a computer, in front of a gaming console. Like, that was just how I was. So I never put, outside of theater, I never put anything really into the arts. Um, and so coming into drag, it was, oh, you have to learn how to, especially when you're changing your features. Like, it's really a learning process. So believe it or not, at one point I did have eyebrows. <laughs> I don't have them anymore, but I did have eyebrows, and I was trying to learn how to glue them down and it just was not it was not it so the you know the last seven years i get clogged for my eyebrows all the time and i don't care i <laughs> cared because i looked up to some you know starting with drag race when you start with drag race rather than local drag you really get a sense of like this is at the time I know pageants still exist, but the at the top. time that was like the top was drag race is the top. That's where you go to make a name for yourself and like really get cemented into like a superstar status. So to see these people with like, you know, you can't see where their eyebrows are and their makeup is flawless and you would never be able to tell like you can't even see it crack throughout obviously their long shoot days or they're touching up but to us with the editing it looks flawless right and it's not just one it's every single contestant i know so, so it's that's hmm. the thing it isn't just look at that person it's now you're in a pool of all greatness mm-hmm. so, so it, then was, it really shows you like mm. yeah so it was i you know that was what i wanted to be and it was just not what i started out with uh i looked awful i you know had no skills of knowing how to like blend out i think i was using basically the same color just in like half of a shade difference so uh, my whole face even with like a contour and a brow like i could show you where i put all that stuff it didn't read in pictures like there was no like anything so it really took a lot to get to where i'm at now um you know do it you're a fantastic painter i want you you to paint me someday it took a lot of practice it took a lot of you know late nights in my dorm room of i would stay up until three four o'clock in the morning just sitting in my room because i was antisocial and (laughs) i had a grandmother who had a very good credit score 
Well, she's, she's still with us. I, she is still with us, but she has and had a very good credit score. So because my grandmother loved me very much, she paid for me to have a private dorm room because I was supposed to be in the two-person dorm rooms. Oh, wow. And so she, like, paid the extra, you know, couple hundred dollars that I didn't get covered from my scholarships and stuff to uh, keep my dorm room private. So I didn't have to worry about a roommate or anything. Knew. She's She's <clears throat> amazing. She is not as supportive of drag. Uh, as you know I would like but you know she paid for that private dorm room and so I would stay up not having to worry about any any roommates so I would be mm -hmm. two three o'clock in the morning watching a you know watching the same you know back in the day of drag race because I started at season nine was when I was in college was the first season I watched live so that was when they started doing their YouTube tutorials of like Eureka O'Hara doing the fan brush all the way across yeah. her face so I was like trying to follow those of like I'm a baby beginner. I've never done this. But, you know, through the practice, I got to where I'm at now. Did you know of drag before Drag Race? Mm -mm. This is where I have a problem. And and I will say... Because <laughs> it's been around for centuries. It has. Mm -hmm. And I either never caught it when I was growing up. But also, I did grow up in a, like, super conservative Southern Baptist yes. Christian family. You would have never was... been allowed to hear about drag mm -mm. or anything like that no it was and, and scandalous I, when yeah. they first put drag race on but they're also the same people who will watch the, the tonight out. show yeah and love and, bob and, hope or and whoever, yeah what's milton burrow my mom but that's loved, as long as it's under comedy my mom and, loved and will and grace my mom was like a huge will and grace fan but mm -hmm. then it was like I wasn't allowed to watch it until I got, you know, 15, 16. But by then it was off the air because I was unfortunately I born was in 98. Of the gay part. So. I think it was a lot of the humor that was. Oh, 100%. It. But, you know, it, was, <laughs> it was one of those things where it was until I, you know, graduated high school and got to move out on, you know, move to college yeah. and be kind of on my own that I really found a lot of these things that I hadn't discovered beforehand. And I, I, that is the one good thing that I can say that I took away from LMU is the fact that I learned kind of how to be a little bit more independent and learned who I want to be and who I am as a person. So I can definitely say that. Well, who is replica queen? A bitch. Um, <laughs> uh, that's a question I've gotten a lot, a lot and I've been asking myself a lot lately. I see the character of replica as you're still a baby though. You, you've got time to grow and evolve. Mm. I see the character of Replica currently as she is, like, the next pop superstar. Like, pop girl. Because um, I love pop music. I'm, you know, a huge Ariana Grande fan. Recently, I've gotten back into the, the cult of the Swifties. Um, so, I mean, I love pop music. And so, to have followed, you know, all of these different pop artists, like, that's where I get a lot of my inspiration from. So, I like to say that I'm, like... I used to say wannabe pop star. I think I need to stop saying wannabe because it sets me up for, you know, for failure if I, you know, if somebody beats me because I don't think I fail. You are the next pop star. I'm I'm the next pop superstar. I'm the next pop princess. Um, So I love sparkles. I love, you know, I love to look skinny and well, as skinny as I can be being 230 pounds. Um, I love to look like I have, you know, the figure and wear these really cute, flashy costumes. And I'm one of the like dancers. If you've seen me perform, I'll literally break my entire body if someone tips you me. You know, dollar. that's when I fell in love with you um, during my season of Drag Survivor when you, <laughs> poor thing, when you fell in that hole and you and your leg was just torn all up. And I was like, 
they probably need to go to the hospital. They probably need to have that checked out. And you're like, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was and hobbled mm-hmm. through the rest the of the evening. Mm-hmm. I had Gail. Have you heard about this? About what I happened? have not. Okay, so during Drag Survivor, we were at the bar. I would get there early. Like I would get there when they would show up. Mind you, I'm not competing this year. I took season three off, so I would show up. But I would show up to the bar when they were there because I'm nosy and i want to know <laughs> who's planning on voting who out and what is everyone is doing <laughs> but i you know when everybody starts piling in to watch the show everyone kind of goes to their own dressing rooms and so you can't like you don't get that interaction as much mm-hmm. and i loved most of who competed on season three and so i was like i want to be there and you know get to see my friends and get to talk to them without the crowd being around and get to know you know what people are thinking because i love the behind the scenes i've i'm such a reality tv like (laughs) junkie so to get Mm -hmm. to know what everyone is planning and then watch it unfold on stage was one of my favorite things so i would get there early and one night we were just like talking and i think we were talking about another entertainer who doesn't live in the state anymore and we have a lot of newer queens in cycle three or cycle three season three who had no idea who this person was. And so I got up on stage again. Nobody was there. There wasn't even music playing. I don't think like, I think we were just there hanging out and I got up on stage and was imitating how that performer like performed on stage. And my foot slipped out from under me. Karma got my ass real quick. (laughs) That happens every Mm -hmm. single time. Do I know this person? (laughs) No, you do not. Um, Are they? uh, They have been out of the state since I think 2019, 2020. Um, But they, (laughs) I was imitating how they moved on stage and my foot slipped out from under me. And at core, there is a hole between the light board are they and the king? stage they're not a king they're okay queen. well dang it then um, i probably don't know she'll tell you after yeah i'll tell you after <laughs> but there is a hole between the stage and the light board and so when my foot slipped out from under me my entire leg up to my knee went through this hole and that was where they were keeping all the wires and everything oh my gosh the so board. then you got tangled into that so it and it was like i pulled my leg out because I like my leg went in, I fell, I fell face first, and then I had to pull my leg back out of the hole. And it was, I mean, scraped all the way up to the knee. And then I stood up and like saw that there was obviously a lot of trigger warning, a lot of skin kind of just flapping. And then I was like, oh, you know, I, I was like, haha, silly me, I scraped my leg up, it's fine. Well, I get up and I start to see. I don't feel it. I see it. I see the blood start to kind of pour out of my ankle. And I'm like, oh, I may have cut myself a little bit deeper. Mind you, I'm in shock. Like, this was a huge, like, actual medical emergency that I just stayed for. I was not going anywhere. So we, you know, I hop off stage. And can we can we edit a name out real quick? Like, can we edit a name out in post? Oh, yeah. Okay. And so witchcrafted. Are you going to edit? I'll edit it. I'll, t- I'll edit it out then. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. So witch, so witchcrafted sees me as I'm getting off stage and he sees the other knee because I like busted the other knee when I fell. So he doesn't see my leg yet. He just sees my knee. So he's, you know, playfully. And he goes and he smacks me on the knee that is busted playfully. I didn't, you know, I'm fine with the people who play a little rough like it's fine so he smacks me on the knee and i'm like oh ha 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 you know whatever 
Well, then he looks down at my leg and he's like, oh my God, that looks awful. And so I look and it's pouring blood Mm -hmm. even more. And I'm like, it's fine. It's just, you know, it's just a little bit of a flesh wound. Like it'll be fine. I'll throw a bandaid on it. Well, lovely little Marvin drop morphine drip comes out of the dressing room and is like, what happened? And he sees my leg and he goes, oh my God. And then Johnny Deep is like, replica what the what are you doing and so they both grab me and they take me into the bathroom to try and clean off my wound because again i'm in shock i don't know what's going on i'm just like no i'm fine (laughs) i watched them take a bottle of 99 percent alcohol and pour it on my leg to try and like disinfect it because obviously it's still pouring blood and i didn't feel it i felt now i know your mama and your mama, I bet she was so upset with you oh, that you stayed she, and did not get that taken care of right away. Now it is, yeah, she was not happy because I texted her after. <laughs> no, I did. I was smart, quote unquote, about it, and I didn't tell her until after we had already like. Evil Adiva had gone and gotten bandages and, you know, some nonstick band-aids and some ace bandages. So we had gotten it cleaned up and we had, you know, wrapped it up. But I sent my mom a text while I was still waiting on the show and I was like, hey, <laughs> just letting you know, um, I fell and hurt my ankle pretty badly. And so, and I had sent her the picture that somebody had taken of my ankle immediately after the injury. Mm. So I was like, you know, it's, it's bleeding a little, but it's no big deal. Like I'll be home later. And of course my mom was like, you need to come home now. And I was like, well, I mean, it's fine. We got it wrapped up in ace bandages. I've got it propped up. Like, I just wanted to let you know what happened. So you didn't, you know, when I come home, you're not like freaking out about it. And she was like, I really think you need to come (laughs) home. And I was like, I spent $40 on this season pass for Drag Survivor. I'm not missing a week. I'll be home later. So I stayed the whole night. Stayed through the elimination. I even got up several times throughout the night and hobbled around the bar and like acted like everything was normal. Um, and then the next Which day, night was that? Was that Battle of the Bands? It was before... I don't remember exactly what week it was, but I know it was before... Snatch Game. It was either before Snatch... No, it was the week of Snatch Game. It was the week of Snatch Game because I had to tally the scores for Snatch Game uh, because I have tea about that too. Uh, When we get back into talking about Survivor, I have tea about that. Um, So I had was hobbling around with my leg like wrapped up in ace bandages, tallying scores for everything. So it was the night of Snatch Game of Drag Survivor Mm. Season 3. And the next day I went home or you know after midnight went home and showed my mom what happened and she was like (laughs) my mom being the petty person she is she's where i get it from she was like well you said you have it taken care of for tonight so i guess in the morning we'll double check and see how it is and she went on to bed like she did not care when i got home that (laughs) night so next morning we got up and i mean it was i can't say that we wouldn't been the same way it was as big as this i would have had to ice it down but that's about it she had me sleep on a pillow but I th- and I think she got me an ice pack. I can- mm-hmm. It's been so long ago now. Yeah. I mean, that was like June. Yeah, it doesn't it was, matter. Yeah. It was literally. I remember it now. It was the first Sunday of Pride Month. So oh, okay. I literally spent the rest of Pride Month bedridden because there was so much. I'd done so much soft tissue damage and muscle damage to it that they were like, they were like, you cannot go to work. You cannot be up on it. 
um, here's you some crutches if you have to get around. Oh, my God. And they, like, sent me to an orthopedic doctor because for some reason they couldn't get an MRI at the hospital. Apparently, hospitals <laughs> don't do MRIs anymore. I don't know why, but apparently it's just not a thing. So they sent it's me another to... another show. So they went from the... I went from the emergency yeah. <laughs> room on... So that happened on Sunday. I don't have time for Monday that. Monday, I went to the emergency room. Tuesday, they sent me to an orthopedic clinic, and they were like, you have to get an MRI because all the x-rays were showing there was no break, like no physical broken bones. So then we went from, then Wednesday I had my MRI. Thursday they came back and were like, there is so much soft tissue damage and so much like actual damage. There's nothing torn. There's just damage to the muscles and the, you know, and the soft tissue. And you have like a giant, you know, hematoma under the skin that's mm-hmm. like, you know, gonna just keep your ankle swollen. So they kept me out of work for two months. I was bedridden for two months. Um, couldn't drive myself anywhere. I had to start going to physical therapy. I was wearing a boot for a long time. How are um, you now? I'm fine now. <laughs> um, my scar is almost completely gone. From I watched the, you last Friday night and you were you're doing pretty good. I, so. Yeah, I, I'm back to as normal as I can be now I still have you know some ankle pain which I'm uh, I'm just assuming I'm probably gonna have that for the rest of my life I mean you know right at 25 I decided that it was really time to throw my body down into into the depths of hell so um, oh my gosh so are you a flip splits kind of gal I am a flips I used to do a lot of splits I don't do them much anymore because the more weight that I've gained the harder it is to get back up um, but I do the rolls I do the death drops I do the I'm a, I'm a big dancer. I love to do high energy. If I'm not, if I don't look like I just jumped out of a pool when I get off stage, I haven't done enough. Like I hate doing ballads. I hate doing slow songs to me. That's, that's fine for other people. It's just not what I like to do. I like to go out there and really make myself exhausted because that's, that's the kind of drag that I gravitate to more. I Mm -hmm. there's not a, a part of drag that I don't like, like for other people, but I will say that like, I love if you're going to go out there and do like 45 splits and cartwheels and you know Mm. every single beat of a song or a mix like that to me is what gets me like shout out to Yasmin Nicole and shout out to Spencer Joe London's who just performed on New Year's Eve like I love Spencer loves we need to have Spencer on the show yeah we should oh I love Spencer I that he was the Mm. only reason I went to core on New Year's Eve and I love you but he was the only reason Mm. I went to core on New Year's Eve was because I heard that he was performing Mm -hmm. and so I wanted to see him and he in the House of London's just really. I, I know. I, anytime. Yes, I love Spencer so, so much. Great. Love you, Spencer. Love you, Spencer. Call he doesn't. Me. He doesn't <laughs> listen. But call maybe, me. Maybe we can get a snippet. Mm-hmm. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to for FaceTime them to listen. Like, please, come, please come say a few words. <laughs> so fierce. So though. back to Drag Survivor, mm-hmm. um, season one. You it, said it was your favorite season. Oh my gosh, it was it out of the two that I did it was the fa- it was my favorite. Um it really was the best friend competition. I mean, we went into it and because it was the first season, we didn't know like how things were going to go. Like mm-hmm. I did obviously Morphine talked about it in her episode, but we had done the one night competition and I was the first person eliminated in the one night competition. <laughs> so I went into the actual six week competition thinking 
I'm not going to be the first one gone again. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm not, I'm going to, you know, elevate my drag. I'm going to be a team player. I'm going to be the nice one. And I really did go into it not knowing that I was going to be the villain. (laughs) Everyone loves a good villain. I was just season one. I was so brutally honest. Um, I was not a fan of certain contestants and I was, you know, open about that. But I said, you know, I love them outside of a competition setting yes. in a competition setting, especially where you have to play in teams for so long. I did not like working with certain people. Um, competition brings out the worst in people. It does. I really do um, not like competitions at all. Week one of season one. So I was in an alliance up until the week I was eliminated with Jules and Flannel West Coast. And at that point, there were only five people per tribe because we had 11 people sign up. So the three of us had the majority uh, in our team until we got to the merge. And then we still tried to, you know, keep the majority by pulling in Nick Flair f- until mm-hmm. we had, mm-hmm. quote unquote, had no more use for him. But that backfired <laughs> on us. So I really did try to play nice. Um, but I just I remember having so much fun until the week I was eliminated. And that is where the. I guess Lakiki for life didn't matter like shirt and everything on the drag survivor merch website comes from is because we had had that alliance and we were like we had a group chat we were you know talking about how we wanted things to go I mean we had made it all the way to the semifinals so we're talking about who's going next who are we getting rid of next and that night uh Jules and Nick Flair decided that they wanted to flip on me um and get me out because I had not done great in horror week or snatch game that mm. that season um snatch game is just not my forte and then i love horror but i'm just i there was just issues going thing on. yeah yeah you know things happen yeah. so you're um, the pop queen you're not the, the horror first queen. time doing it that's yeah. the whole yeah. point of all these different weird challenges yeah. is not everybody can excel at every one of them mm-hmm. so it gives unless you're calling bootay but you know exactly but the performing challenges and the the last the challenge I went out on was our superhero week challenge, which I want them to bring that back so badly. Um, but that was more of a comedy, almost like a branding challenge mm-hmm. where they said, come up with your own superhero and we want you to the first part of your challenge is you have to do a presentation style performance of like a minute and a half to two minutes as your superhero and then talk on the mic and tell us who your superhero is and what their powers are and show them off. And then the second part was a performance where you actually had to have a villain and you had to like have a fight between, you know, a choreographed fight between you and your villain. And so I, <laughs> with the help of morphine, cause I was struggling for a little bit, mm-hmm. they, um, morphine gave me this idea and I ran with it. Um, my superhero was called lacklustria and she was the world's most mediocre superhero. <laughs> and she was just not good at anything. And so, like, I went out on stage in presentation and I fell. Like, I purposely uh, fell. And did I they was get like, it? They got it. They <laughs> loved it. And I, like, got on the mic and I was like, hi. Like, did the little shakiness with my voice. And then with my performance, we did, um, I made my supervillain, Lana Cabana, who was another contestant in the season, who was just winning everything (laughs) so i made it where she had stolen the drag survivor crown and all of the rest of our contestants had gotten knocked out like had gotten defeated by her so i was the only person you know lackluster was the only person left to try and win 
and I had baby Alexander cameo as <laughs> Lana Cabana and we choreographed it where she beat the crap out of me because I didn't say that the, the superhero had to win so <laughs> right I had them, like, she beat the, I had her beat the crap out she actually kicked me you can see it in the video oh, where she wow. like, actually kicked me she, she didn't mean to but she actually baby. she took my wig off because I told her it wasn't going to be glued down so she like ripped my wig off she ripped my shoes off oh, like everything and I wound up coming in second place that night to Lana Cabana. And then they orchestrated the flip on me, Jules and Nick did. And I got sent home that week after I had done so well. And I felt like I had redeemed myself so much after the last two weeks. And so that was like, that was the beginning of the villain era was I was so upset at I'd done so well. I felt like I had really proved that like. I'm a good competitor. I deserve to be here. Yeah, just and then I they were like, uh-oh. Yeah, they were they like. They could win it, so we got to get rid of them. I think that was exactly what Flanell told me was Jules said. You like, have to, at that point, though, if you said that you're in the semifinals, you have to think of yes. number one. And, and if they're going to um, come up with this. Mm-hmm. But I had I had gone to such a, like, again, it was like a best friend race. So I was still thinking, like. Jules and Flanell are going to keep me mm-hmm. like Jules and Flanell are not going to let me go home because now, you know, that's we've the been alliance. In, yeah, we've been in the alliance mm-hmm. and now they've seen that, like, I can come back from uh-huh. having a rough week. And I was they Jules turned on me and then uh, they tied the vote. It was between me and Dixon. Uh, it was three to three because I had pulled in to save my ass. I pulled in Lana Cabana. And so me, Flanell and Lana voted for Dixon and then Dixon, Jules, and Nick voted for me. And then they all, and then when they did the revote, they all flipped back on me. And so I infamously got on the mic and was like, you know, F you, F you, F you. Yeah, By that's... the way, Jules has a hidden immunity idol, so get her out of here. Like, I went off. I was like, I know Jules has the hidden immunity idol because she's <laughs> the one who beat me to it. She and Nick are working together. You need to get them out right now. And I like, this is in front of the whole this crowd is of people. So freaking so, hilarious. And that was what I, I genuinely think, like, not to toot my own horn, I genuinely think that moment right there was what cemented it as like, this is going to be a staple because you see somebody who's so passionate about like how well they did. And you know that they like, they, you know, they shouldn't have deserved to go home. Absolutely lose their mind and be like, you know what, if I'm going out, I'm going out on like, I'm going to expose everything that everyone's done. And that was my, that was the start of my villain arc. So was season two, the redemption season? (laughs) (laughs) That was the villain era, wasn't it? Season two was, (laughs) I was in such a bad place mentally and I was going through a lot out of drag when that season was going on. That season started, I think it was one to two weeks before I graduated and so I had to graduate and move every my whole life for six years Mm. I had to move it back home Mm. to Knoxville um I was dealing with finals dealing with moving um trying to come home and like you know start to work a full you know as close to a full-time job as possible like really coming home and maturing a little bit and so that was just not a good season for me I was I knew that everyone liked my brutally honest confessionals of that came off as villainous because you know I was openly being like 
I don't want this person on my team. You know, I never wanted them on my team. There's a reason I didn't pick them. Like, I don't want them because they're just going to bring us down. Like, those were the things that people loved about me in season one. So coming into season two, I was like, well, I'm just going to amp that up for the camera. Like, that's what people like. Let's just go for it. So I put on the persona of, you know, Tiffany New York Pollard and, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody that you love who plays a good villain on reality TV, except for Omarosa. But, you know, put on a good (laughs) persona And so that was what I played up for the camera. And then I was just going through everything from coming home from school. And I was still dealing with like every uh, the like backstabbing of trust that I dealt with from season Mm -hmm. one. What no one tells you or what people try to tell you when you're going into Drag Survivor that I don't think anyone really takes seriously is how much it's like going to affect you mentally because Mm -hmm. you're always playing the social game. Even when you're not there in person, you never know who's on your side and who's not. So I was paranoid the whole time. I remember I made Dixon Normus in week one turn out his pockets because... I had gotten a. He still talks. He about He still that. talks about it. I had made. I made him turn out his pockets because I had gotten a clue to an immunity idol for se- for season two, like week one, and morphine was the special guest that Monday. So it's like you have to take this paper to morphine, and Dixon had brought morphine to the bar that night, and so I had the paper, and as soon as morphine walked into the dressing room, I handed it to her, and she opened it up, and she goes this idol's already been claimed and handed it back to me when before she had left her house that ex I drove in from college that week. Yeah. Um, I said, Hey, has this been claimed already? Cause if not, I'm meeting you at the bar and morphine was like, no, this idol has not been claimed yet. So I will see you mm. when you get here. So between me leaving my house and getting, or me leaving LMU and getting to the bar when Draven got there Somewhere in between that, that idol got taken. And I knew that Dixon was the one that brought morphine there. So I made Dixon turn out his pockets because I was like, I know that it's not me, obviously. Who had it, though? Sean Dick. Sean Dick, (laughs) because he was working at the bar as the cook at the time. He had the paper as well. And so when he saw Dixon come in and morphine was still outside, he went outside and hugged morphine and slipped the paper into morphine's pocket. Wow. While he was hugging. So it was before, literally, not even two minutes before I handed him mine. Yeah. It got taken. But in my head, I was yeah. thinking, well, Sean's been here. So there's no way. Like, it had to be Dixon. And so, like, I was, I, from the jump, I was playing a completely different game. Yeah. And I regret so much of what I did in season two. I know you're not supposed to live with regrets, but I really regret going back and doing it immediately after season one how long were you on stage that whole time would you say in minutes like throughout how long did you perform yeah in this i was probably out of everything i mean probably like a good hour to two hours worth of performances between every challenge and this was before we did reward challenges so and then how how much time is this a six week situation or when were you voted out it was a six week uh the first two seasons were six weeks so cycle or cycle we're we're getting there we're gonna talk about it thank you sissy there's there's a yeah there's a reason Um, season one i was voted out in week five i was the last person voted out before the finale which is another reason i think that that hurt so bad was because i was so close right and i had redeemed myself and had one of my best performances right at the end yes so i was like oh my gosh i know that i can go into you know the finale on a high note like i'm gonna enter this in 
and I got cut right at the end. And then I made it to the end, to the finale in season two, but I was cut in fourth place because they only have a top three for the jury vote. So I was cut literally again on finale night. I was just didn't make it to the top three. So I was again right there. So close. It was because they always do a double elimination. Well, they're supposed to do a double elimination on finale night. And in cycle two, Sasha Maple had gotten sick uh, in the semifinals in horror week. And so we went from, having seven of us to having six and I had an immunity idol and the legacy advantage in season two. So I survived the double elimination on semifinals night because I had both of them because the legacy advantage is only supposed to be used at top five. Mm -hmm. And so originally top five was not supposed to be until finale night. And because Sasha Maple had to drop out because she was sick week five or you know the top five was still semifinals night so i only made it into semifinals because i had two immunity idols like there were votes for me cast in both yeah in both eliminations that night so i knew that if i didn't have those i was going to go home that night um and finale night in season two i we did the roast we did the you know the drag survivor roast and i did fairly decent in that and then uh we had to show off a hidden talent and i sang the my solo from we did clue the musical up at lmu my senior year Mm -hmm. and they let me play mrs peacock in full drag okay uh and i did it for like a whole weekend it was like my birthday weekend too so i did the whole weekend of i got to be in full drag three nights a week you know performing in the tri-state area of Tennessee, kentucky and virginia yeah so you know being in full drag i was afraid i was gonna get shot but doing the hidden talent i did my solo from that and sang and again second place uh for the night johnny deep scooted me out by a few points because of his performance and his roast and so Mm -hmm. that and we can't use immunity idols in the top four so it was which i didn't have any more left but will you do it again will you do season four are you gonna wait for all stars i am still to this day very hesitant about coming back regardless of whether it is for all-stars or for like a regular season i think if i come back it will be for an all-stars um but i am still very hesitant to do it because of how my reputation has gone because of that competition um season two was not a good time for me um I got booed off stage several times, so I knew how that felt for the season three contestants because I got it. But there were, you know, instances of things that I had said and done throughout the competition that I am not proud of. I mean, obviously, it's a game. You try to win and try to get to the end. But still, there were just things of, like, I didn't, regardless of what issues we have now, I think me telling Tatiana Lopez that the reason I voted for her was because she had a week to finish the jacket that she was promising me and she waited until the day of the competition to sew it on stage while we were trying to rehearse so it came off as like you're telling the latina queen that she didn't sew fast enough for you was what everyone took it as was like you don't even sew you're telling the latin queen that she's not sewing fast enough for you so that doesn't look good on you and then I, like, Tyra Von Shade and I got into a screaming match while I was on stage. Like, I was a contestant. She was an audience member. And we got into a screaming match. 
and then I gave Dixon, I helped orchestrate Dixon getting a fake immunity idol in season two and sending him home because he played it not knowing it was fake. Like, there were so many things that I did that I regret now. At the time, I was like, I'm doing what I need to do to win, but I wish I had played a different game than what I do now. Can I tell you this? Mm -hmm. What I think one of my biggest advantages to Drag Survivor was my age and the wisdom that I had already achieved throughout life. So when you were talking about playing the social game and, you know, I didn't, I didn't trust anybody, mm-hmm. but I did not trust anybody yeah. as well. So I just didn't care mm-hmm. what they thought, but I would like to see you come back because I think that people do evolve and you know now what not to do. So you're going to come back and you're going to play your best game, I feel like. If I come back, that's what I plan to do. I just, it's the mental warfare of it all. Of I don't know if I can willingly put myself back into that. Um, Because I have trust issues in general already. Like just life has kind of thrown me some trust issues of like, I never know not to get too deep. I mean, you know. I told you trauma is not off limits. So um, I've just always, since I was in elementary school, just like had issues with people who claimed to be, you know, close friends with me or, you know, loved having me around turning on me. And I guess, you know, everyone goes through that at some point, but it's just seems to always be a recurring theme for me in life is the people that I love and I trust wind up like either turning on me or like kind of disappearing from my life in one way does it ever other. end gail no it this never is ends. life yeah, yeah. That's what I is that it's life that i don't deal with that well mm-hmm. i just yeah. from but you will i'm I, i'm you hoping will. that eventually how old I'll be, are you again i'm 25 okay. i'll turn 26 in april um but you know i not not to get all therapists but i really do think it started when my because my dad was not around probably and he was he would always say he would want to be there and be part of my life, and then he was one of those that like he wouldn't Honey, show up, and I was waiting. You're by in the a door. room of and people yes. filled with daddy issues. <laughs> so Come on in, yeah. have a seat. Thank you. So it's just one of those where I've like always had trust issues and never like been able to truly, truly like a hundred percent trust people. And then when I started to, and obviously going into Drag Survivor of like. Well, you have to have alliances. You have to play a good social game. Oh, so thinking yeah. that I've got these people behind my back and like I fought for Jules not to go home in week one because mm-hmm. Jules bombed week one, season one, like was very bad. And she knows this. So this is not me being shady. Like she knows that she did not do the best. And she asked us to send her home like she was preparing for us to send her home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I'm not going to send you home. Because you are my friend and we have this alliance and we have this promise to each other that mm-hmm. we're going to be the top three of this competition. So I did not send her home and I've fought for other people to not send her home and to send Hagen Pierce home. And then she was the one who orchestrated that flip on me. So it's one of those where like, again, the trust issues come back out of like, I'm fighting mm-hmm. so hard for people who will just as quickly turn on me. And so I don't know if I can put myself back in that situation. Yeah, it may not be the right competition for you. Mm-mm. Maybe I'm, you could be a judge and still be involved or something. Yeah. I've asked to come back and judge. I've asked mm-hmm. to, you know, if they do a comedy challenge or like a, a dancing or, you know, something that I know that I can do a little bit of good. I would like in. to see you in a in a 
competition of dancing and showmanship with witchcrafted. <laughs> because <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I want you to do like, a, I want you to do a dance off so bad. <laughs> Like so bad. I th- I want to put together. I think I might just put together a show just for my own I amusement. Would, I would love that. I can produce the hell out of the show. But here's the thing: the people here in Knoxville, it doesn't matter who you get to judge. They're all going to be biased towards me because no one likes this. Well, maybe not a competition, but I definitely want to put together a show where it is 100 a competition. But um people don't know i'll give you a trophy i was really good at that i'm that yes. age i gave a lot of I trophies mean, I gave a lot of pretty, yes yeah, yeah i gotta you take did. blame where the blame is i mean not to toot my, not to toot my own horn but i have won a couple local things that are not pageants obviously no titles but like i've won knockout that morphine produced don't I've won. care yeah. just want to see y'all fred astaire and that's battle royale. Uh, ginger rogers that, it up that's battle royale that's literally <laughs> Morphine did Battle Royale, which is like <laughs> 16 contestants, and here's your playlist of songs you won't I don't want to see anybody else. I just want to see <laughs> you in Witchcrafted. You are missing the point. The, the whole point and here. By the way, Superhero nice. Chana Challenge, Menopausal Woman, and Menstrual Girl. Oh. Both of them that, villains yeah, that, or heroes. I just will, depends on where you are. That That's was, what I would be. I still think that was my favorite <laughs> challenge, like of all Drag Survivor, because like. Jules as a, another Latina queen coming out and doing icebreaker nice. as like you know the immigration services as yes. like, and having a giant <laughs> hammer and beating the crap out of people dressed as ice Pretty agents. Fun. Um, Flanell as stopwatch doing like stopping time and forgetting to do a presentation, so just standing on stage with a giant stopwatch going stop moving. I stop time. Stop. Mo- I see you moving. Quit. I do. I'm stopping time. It was. My fa- still to this day I think my favorite challenge so you're a fan of Drag Survivor I am a big fan of Drag Survivor let's talk just a tad bit about season 3 yes um, you had said to me before that you totally underestimated me I have openly been yes very open about this I because we did not know each other before then yeah and by the way the only thing we want to talk about about Drag Survivor season 3 we're done with that yeah uh, spoiler alert and here's <laughs> yeah. why i already know who won yeah. right so now from here on out it's really just a big ego boost mm-hmm. to colin so <laughs> we're only going to talk about how great they were yes. so that's where we are in this no we don't even have to talk about me um, except for <laughs> except for tell me about how you underestimated me and how i came and well, won this I, thing there, no, there's a point what, to that i know i just i, I think it's funny <laughs> I will say because I don't have to talk about me, but talk about me. Well, I didn't please at the time. I didn't know Colin personally. I had heard a little bit about them, but I was not, you know, I never got to go to like a clam slam or I never got to go to any of these shows. Like it was the same thing with Nick Flair and the same thing with Johnny Deep of they were just we were we ran in different circles of they Mm -hmm. were more Mm -hmm. the, you know, clam slam and burlesque Mm -hmm. side of drag. And Mm -hmm. I was, you know trying to win Monday Night Madness three times and trying to do pageants and competitions and you know we were just in different cycles so coming in like especially you know Johnny I really was like you can when you all if you all ever go back and blind react to seasons one and two um in season two Johnny and I were mortal enemies I mean (laughs) I we were on the same team and I 
I remember I hated working with them because they were, in my opinion, they were always thinking of everything as a clam slam production idea. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I love that, but we only have one week to get a challenge done. Like we have seven days to get the challenge written choreographed you know if we're recording voice lines we've got to get it recorded like we only have a set amount of time we can't be doing these big claims right coming from the world of burlesque Mm -hmm. burlesque is very can be very conceptual Mm -hmm. and the more details that you add to it Mm -hmm. the more the audience really loves loves and appreciates it. it yeah um, so I could see where that would be a problem, especially when you're churning out stuff week after week after well, week. Yeah. Like there were several times I remember for Pirate Week of season two, we didn't get our mix for that until the morning of at like four o'clock in the morning. Like I just I love Johnny now. And, you know, Johnny and I have moved on from all of that. I just remember at the time that those were my issues was he's coming from a different scene where he's thinking of. Well, if we're doing a group challenge, we need to make it a, like, big, huge production number. And again, like, you know, hey, I'm coming, you know, driving in an hour and a half. Like, mm-hmm. I can't do this every night. Like, I need, we need something easy and something that's, you know, if we keep, you know, keep it simple and we keep it clean. And keep it polished. And keep it yeah. polished. I would rather do, personally, I would rather do something small and polished and, like, you can't you know clock anything in it then do something huge like what we did uh, several times do you feel like you did worse on the challenges because of that were they did they it seems like both of you are kind of big personalities Mm -hmm. because outside Mm -hmm. of this as humans Mm -hmm. i think you're absolutely delightful and i know them and i know they're delightful so see i don't yeah i'm sitting back here totally this is i'm literal right now yeah. like what what <laughs> somebody but it's, comp- it's like competition johnny? right yeah. and i was i tried to get johnny out several times when we were in team challenges. i see two I... leaders though with well like, polar opposite ideas of how the team should be run well, like, and for that the band is challenge like going to battle of the bands and that was when we the rule was it was a pop group challenge like it had to be pop and johnny was pitching out like pop music from like you know 60s 70s or like techno music or like you know disco music and i was like that would be great if we had more time to like really learn these songs that are not more modern but we have a week and we have to have it choreographed because it's a group performance and it's like a battle of the bands we Mm -hmm. have to have like cohesive ideas and choreography why not stick to something modern and be able to do something that we're all already gonna know that we Mm -hmm. don't have to sit and learn through which then our team challenge was horrible and we rightfully had to send somebody home r.i.p static but we you know we were we were bad and it just became a thing of i do think there were probably too many cooks in the kitchen so that's that's what i i think from just i mean i haven't seen it or whatever but um just listening and then also just drag survivor three yeah that's when you can see literally the train going off the rails (laughs) is in some team challenges Mm -hmm. when it's literal oh gosh these are all everybody's leaders because the same situation Mm -hmm. as uh freaking drag race drag survivor these are 
you know, Draven didn't say, hey, yeah, you just want to do it? Get on in the contest. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had to have some type of background in drag or, you know, a little bit of polish there, not just brand new. Oh, you never done it before? Or has he had brand new never done it before? Just whoever Morphine. wanted to Let's apply like could to do get, it. Morphine, yes. love, Morphine is literally, we call her the queen of the boogers. Morphine loves a booger queen. A baby booger queen who's got yeah. pads on, t- you know, pads. Well, are, thank uh, goodness for Colin. Exactly. Thank goodness for Colin. Because Go- if Draven didn't, mm-hmm. Colin wouldn't have been able to do anything. <laughs> no, I guess. seriously. Because <laughs> you think they rip into everything like... I think we can all agree, and um, and Brady here will tell you, like in the beginning, her makeup skills were not that great. She still continually are working on her makeup skills, and part of it is I think as cis women doing drag, mm-hmm. just like when you were talking about beating your face, and then they were like on camera, "Where's your makeup?" Mm-hmm. Like you can't even tell, and you're like, "But." I literally have, you know, yeah, I, mean, I, have, I have literally <laughs> beat my whole entire face. And I was like, no, yeah. we for years, I mean, I don't know how much of our lives have been conditioned. This is clownish. You look like a clown. You don't look right. This is terrible. You or don't if you look- don't wear any makeup, you look oh, dead. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Are you sick? Yes. Are you so sad? As uh, having that, um, you know... Just being a, a natural born female and dealing with society at our age, mm-hmm. you know, because we didn't get all the cool choices. We we wanted everybody to have cool choices, but we didn't get them at the time. Yeah. So, you know, like it's funny to me, uh, freedom for me now is not wearing makeup. Yeah. Because for 38 years, I've beat my face to death. Like, you know. And now yeah, we like, talked about my, that last week. And my techniques are not great anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, Brady's surpassed me. I'm so proud of her makeup skills and everything. I can do my own, all right. But, you know, painting other people, and I used to do that. It's just not my forte anymore. I yeah. love hair is the mm. forte. Well, I, uh, but I work at Ulta Beauty outside of drag. See? And so I see a lot of like, older women who will come in and say you know i haven't worn make i had a customer literally yesterday who came in and she was like you know i've been wearing this same lipstick for so many years and like i've never even experimented with other colors like i know what colors i like and she had the most beautiful blonde hair and so i was like i know that you're i was like can i just be a little you know trying to be a good salesperson I was like can I just be a little selfish and see how this looks on you and I put her in like mm-hmm. a bright red lipstick and I she, bet was she like, looked amazing oh my god she looked beautiful and she was like I never I've never worn a red lipstick and I showed her like I even took her into where the natural light was coming in mm-hmm. in the window and I was like look at how beautiful like this can be mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter what age you are like you cannot wear makeup for 20 years and then come back out and still you know be beautiful regardless like I hate the pressure of like you have to look like this. To, right. To oh be yeah. Oh yeah. And it, I mean, there were things like because you have uh, icons and beauty like you know 
Bobby Brown who would say, oh, blue or green eyeshadow, you are the worst, you know, and she still feels that way. (laughs) And it's just like, you are no fun. But that's what we, Mm. you know, um, the color wheel. What was the one? Well, oh, the color you, me beautiful. That's the coming color back. Me I'm gonna start yeah. doing that. Literally, I just ordered some color me beautiful swatches. Hell oh yeah! God. I'm gonna. All these young kids are into it, and I'm gonna perf- do it as a service at work. Yes. Do so it. because um, I figure you know I want to come in for my new color me beautiful. Yeah, so we already know what you are, but we'll go ahead. So I'll try to blend it, and then I'm going to show everybody like what a farce it is, and show them how without all that mm-hmm. they can wear any color in the rainbow, and how to do it. Exactly. Because I know things. It is possible to you don't have you know so, people are like what looks good on my skin tone anything if you can you know you can make it. It's work. the underlying tone is what it is. Mm-hmm. That's the whole thing. Is what was your snatch game something. tea? Oh yes, I have. Well, two things about Ooh. about season yeah. three before we move on to the yeah. big thing we're going to yeah. talk about. Um, number one, I don't know if Gail, you know this. Uh, TPA was the first person to ever put me in drag. Um, so I, I always say that TPA was my first drag mom. I have quote unquote three. Um, TPA was. The f- <laughs> I say that I've had three. Um, TPA was the first person to ever put me in drag, and she was my original drag mother. And then um, she wound up moving to Chicago, and we kind of lost touch. So then. Uh, Kailani Sayers, otherwise known mm-hmm. as Eden Apple, kind mm-hmm. of adopted me because um, TPA was their drag daughter. So then they, she just kind of adopted me. And I love Kailani. We've had a couple of issues and I, you know, have some things that I wish that were different between, you know, she was the director of the pageant that I won. And there were just some issues after winning that I had with things that were going on. And so we're not as close anymore. Um, and now as much as she hates to admit it, morphine drip is my like current like, <laughs> morphine is my drag mother. I would not ha- be where I'm at right now without morphine. But that was my first little tidbit was TPA Aww. was my original drag parent. First That's person ever so put me hilarious. I know you all love TPA. So like, <laughs> give her a shout I, out. I do love that, that last video that she put out at New Year's <laughs> Eve. Oh my God. I didn't see it. She's just it's just stunning how it's beautiful just she is. Stunning. Just about how beautiful and she is. For she's sure. let her hair grow out, and it's just it just looks. You can tell that it. she's really taking care of herself, mm-hmm. and it shows. And yeah, the last I love beautiful. you, platinum. I love you, platinum. Uh, the last little tidbit of information. I like I you a lot. I'm sure I'd love you <laughs> if I got to know you a little better. Last little tidbit for uh, season three. Um, so the night of snatch game, when I hurt my ankle, morphine was like, Hey, I need you to help tally the points for snatch game because immediately after both teams go, we have to do an elimination. So, because I think they did a triple elimination that night was at snatch game was the triple Mm. elimination because they, that was the night that quiche went home and then they did two more that same night. Looks like a frog. Because Pam, (laughs) because A petrified like frog. Because that was the night that Keish, Pram, <laughs> and I think Dixon went home. Because Dixon got out on Snatch yes. Game too. So that was yes. the week of the triple elimination. Um, so I had to tally the scores. And my little tidbit of tea is Keish Lorraine won Snatch Game. Uh, Keish Lorraine had uh, one Snatch Game points-wise. Like the judges scored Keish as the winner of Snatch Game. Now, beforehand, they had a reward challenge that Therapy Dupree and Sasha Maple were a part of. Mm-hmm. And because they won, 
they each got 10 individual bonus points added to their score. So that's So how... that is why therapy beat Quiche Lorraine in Snatch Game was because they had to add the 10 bonus points. Quiche won by like, I think like six or seven points. That is before so Before the 10 wild. points got added. Isn't it? And I have to say yeah, though, her Steve Harvey really though was that, really yeah, good. I would have never, I never questioned even I, the challenge. I, I definitely thought her um Keisha's madam and Phyllis Diller I yes. freaking love Phyllis Diller Phyllis Diller was snatch game right yes, yes. Diller yes. Was snatch game. yes and I love Phyllis Diller but I was did not expect everybody to know who she was you've heard it we already went through this yeah. on the thing yeah. but no that so was, Steve Harvey in my opinion would have won of that you knew that yeah. Now that to Quiche may make a big difference to it Quiche. Was, it was, I mean, after the ten points were added, it was like a three-ish point difference between the two. Of yeah, them. like that's why. And I am the leader of the Quiche Lorraine Stan Club. Like I love Quiche to death. So like I I cried when Quiche got eliminated. Yeah, I ran up and gave her a hug. I'm still trying yeah. to convince her to do All Stars when that comes back around. Because did you throw the chair on stage? I threw my crutch on stage. <laughs> okay, uh, well not that. Night. Who did the chair throw? The chairs were all the judges. Was yeah. Vanity Love? It was got, Vanity that Love. That was did wild. The chair. And then when TPA got eliminated in the finale, I threw my crutch on stage because mm. that was when I finally had my crutches. But. Uh, but yeah, Keish won, won the first round. I'm going to say, game. as a producer, and y'all can take this for what it's worth or whatever, but I realize because when we're talking about a bunch of queens, we are talking ego <laughs> and whatever. But y'all are idiots if you do not take <laughs> the opportunity with a stage, wherever that stage is, mm -hmm. and take talent like Keish Lorraine like yourself like mm -hmm. Colin Boutte and not do some silly sketchy variety show mm -hmm. using the ideas of some of the stuff from Drag Survivor but y'all would be crazy people would pay to come and see something a little elevated than just a brunch you would think can, you can cross this out but well you'll have to do it for a while somewhere but uh there are a lot of breweries restaurants bars things like that that have stages who are looking for a little different mm -hmm. than even just a pageant situation yeah. you know I've so never imagine been on, laughing live yeah. i was gonna say i've never <laughs> been on i've never been on cast anywhere i'm i don't perform as regularly as i'd like to um but you could put your own group together mm -hmm. I you, thought about you guys could to... put your own little drag troop together I've thought about reaching out to a couple places i <laughs> like i said earlier i'm a big swifty and so now that taylor now that like taylor swift has kind of taken over the country i'm like okay well knoxville needs a taylor swift drag brunch like let's just put that you know like trying to yeah. think but i'm i'm so bad about reaching out to people about like i'm p petrified to reach out to people about like bookings even like if, if colin hadn't have reached out to me about doing the show at fire in the hole i never would have like i wouldn't have gotten to do that like i'm so terrified of like because i know what my reputation is already yeah, you so can't I, you, yeah you, can't. you, you, you okay. gotta start knowing your worth and Every knowing what you bring to the table time and he, here's what sucks people are gonna tell you no yeah. right off the bat they're gonna tell you no and it has nothing to do with how great you are how wonderful if they've heard your reputation if they haven't the problem is they know 
a whole group of people Mm -hmm. and they only have so many stages and so many minutes on that stage. And sometimes that will come on an Instagram live. Every time, (laughs) maybe. And every time, but 100% if you don't ask, it's a no. Yeah. Um, You know, they shouldn't be allowed to beat you up, at least not consensually. (laughs) So we'll see. I have, I do have struggle with that of I always say that Replica and Harrison are definitely two separate people. Um, Replica is definitely a lot more confident and a lot more like she knows that she's, for lack of a better term, she knows that she's the head bitch in charge. Like she mm-hmm. goes into it knowing that she, regardless of whether she is or not, knowing that she's the prettiest in the room, the most talented in the room. Like she's the one who everyone's going to gravitate towards yes. regardless of whether that's true or not. And then Harrison is like, you know, I'm when I'm not at work or I'm not out at the bar with my friends who know replica, I'm very quiet. Like I'm super like introverted. I love when I, co- when I come home mm-hmm. from work, I love to just sit at my computer and like, I don't, my poor mom I don't even like I barely will interact with her like I will sit and just kind of zone out because I want to be alone after dealing Mm -hmm. with people all day yeah and like Harrison is nowhere near as confident as Replica is Harrison is like so full of self-doubt Harrison like you know I'm petrified to like I've I've never like like I've never dated anybody I've never done any of that so like trying to like I'm scared to talk to still to this day I'm 25 still scared to talk to guys out in public like I'm very careful about what I wear when I'm not going to a queer space like I'm super like I don't want anybody to notice me I just want to fade into the background but you're redheaded I know everybody's always gonna notice you I had somebody at work yesterday and your hair color is beautiful. Well, I had somebody at work yesterday who um, I got told this by a coworker. They were looking for a certain product at Ulta, and um, the person that was helping them didn't know where it was. And the customer goes, "Well, do you think that redheaded guy who works here might know?" And my coworker goes, "Well, you know, I asked, you know, I ran it by him a second ago when I walked by him, and he didn't really know anything." And apparently the customer went, yeah, that's true. Redheads never know anything. <gasps> and I was like, I got hate crimed at my own workplace <laughs> and not for the reason that I should have been hate Always. Like, it's always. Thank you. So, you know. it's And, you know, I'm oh getting gosh. a little tired of the ginger with the hard R, Twi- you know? <laughs> <laughs> like. Ginger with the hard R. I'm stealing. Consider that stolen. That's taken. You can, you can have it. I have a lot of the. <laughs> It was also when we were young, we really didn't have to worry about molestation. It was like an anti. It was like, oh, I, oh no. Yeah. I'll pass. Yeah. Pass. Poor little redheaded sister. <laughs> I, I warned you that this episode was going to be long because I, I like to talk and Gail likes to talk. Oh, right? I know. It's fine. I know. I've been so good. I have been You've so been quiet. Really good. We've let Replica tell their whole I'm story. So sorry. I, have I no, no, no. You are one hundred percent not the villain. Sorry. But we haven't had to have a bitch. Please, I've been really good about trying not you to have. interrupt. You have. It's We've been both difficult. Been pretty good. All right. So we it's got a new it. year. We gotta new get us. In. <laughs> we got to get into the sissy. Yes. that Replica and I are doing together, and I'm, I'm so very excited. excited for you all. Yeah, we're doing the sissy competition cycle six it's in Nashville, Woo-hoo. and um, we're gonna do a little tutor boots oh, right now with these in the style of Tony Baby and Delta Granta. <laughs> oh yes, name dropping both of them. Yes. Uh, 
Should I come around to the other side? uh, I think we might turn it, maybe. Yeah, let's so let's turn it this way. Sorry, the audience can't see. (laughs) While we're while we're getting ready, um, I do want to say shout out to Cairo from Nashville slash Cookville, who is the reason that we are. Uh, I think that we both applied to do this, right? So y'all applied, and they chose you to do these. Mm-hmm. They chose 16 of us this time. I think in the past they've had like 12 or 14. I think this is the largest cast that they've it is. had. Um, so we did our... Do you want to talk about photo shoot day before we actually get into the pictures? <laughs> yes, let's like, talk about- I don't understand. Yeah, I feel like some of these pictures, when I see them all together, y'all are being... You know. So so the prompt for the photo shoot, we got the cat like the quote unquote category for the photo mm-hmm. shoot two weeks before we had to go and actually do the photo shoot. They gave us this is your call time, this is where you have to be, but they also gave us the same like this is what the photo shoot theme is. Okay. So the theme was monochromatic western with pops of drag neutrals. So like blacks, whites, or nudes. That right. was what the category was. And they sent, uh, you know, like source photos that mm-hmm. you could look at, yes. to, you know, inspirational yeah. kind of things. So we had to drive, uh, obviously drive all the way to Nashville and they piled 16 cross dressers in one, one little room. And it, our dressing room was the same, like it was one long room. So you had... A runway like video going on over here then you had your photo shoot and then all of the rest of the queens were getting ready watching the photo shoot like still getting dressed yeah that sounds and like so much had, fun then they had to take us into another room to do our little like meet the queens interviews which still have not come out i'm sorry mona and i understood the assignment because they had said in the email we are not going to have a lot of room come mm-hmm. as close in drag as you can possible mm-hmm. and that's exactly what Mona and I did um, when everybody else was getting ready you all showed and, up ready like you all showed up in costume and everything yeah. I will say I drove to Nashville alone um, and right, so I, I got up and did my makeup I drove all the way to Nashville in my makeup stayed for the entire photo shoot mm-hmm. so got into all my costume and my padding and everything at the venue then got out of everything, realized I forgot makeup wipes, and drove three hours back to Knoxville in my makeup. So I was in, I, this makeup that you'll see when we go through these pictures, I was in that makeup for 11 hours. Wow. Um, but, you know, I just, I knew that I wouldn't be able to drive comfortably that three hours in full drag. I was like, there's just no way. I was like, so I didn't even, I had to glue lashes on and nails oh, on. Oh, yeah. She went up the day before and got dressed that morning, didn't you? Or did you go up that morning? No, I went up that day. Yeah. You were that day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, right. but you had company. I yeah, you had Mona to keep you company. I, had, I did. I went to her. Oh. I was halfway, mm-hmm. pretty much there. All I needed to do was get dressed. I needed yeah. to put on lips, the wig, and I was ready. I was good yeah. to go. So I, the only we're going to talk about all the individual promos, and then we're going to do the whole group because um, yeah. I have in the group photo. I have some. It, the individual promos look fine. I like the poses, most of them in the individual promos, but the group promo, I hate. Oh, it's not the, a touch. I, <laughs> Sorry. Your new one? My, Your old not. one was not touch. <laughs> right, but this one is not. I we had gotten dif- different pictures for the group promo and the individuals like they had been You different. don't know. We pro- we'll probably get different pictures. Okay, know. so we're going to go. Um, I'm sorry that I'm first, but 
I am first. Of course you're first. <laughs> now, I get that they have you with your booty out because you're calling booty. Absolutely. And I think that's what they wanted for that. I'm going to let Replica talk about my time Do on you love the... It? Uh, oh, okay. Like, I, I'm not just saying this because you're in the room with me right now. I was there, I stayed to watch Colin do their photo shoot. Like, I went before them and I got out of everything and I stayed specifically to watch Colin do their and pictures. And I truly appreciate that. They, they are, they're gonna win. Like, point blank period, if we were judging it just based off of what we saw at the photo shoot, Colin is hands down the favorite of everybody who's working behind the scenes. Um <laughs> The second, I always say, the, I've been saying, the second that Colin put what I call their preacher teeth in, yes. so like popped that little <laughs> flipper in, it was over. I mean, the judges, because the hosts were there, mm-hmm. making sure everything, I said judges, the hosts were there. The hosts were losing their minds with laughter. They had somebody come up and brush Colin's chest hair, yeah. like fluff it up. Because um, everybody needs a good fluffer. Colin mm-hmm. was just, I mean, striking poses and like junk out, you know, doing all of these wild things. There, there was singing involved at one point. Like it was the best time watching Colin <laughs> and watching these people watch Colin um, and f- seeing how much everybody loved you just getting to see you do pictures. Like, I appreciate even, that. Which we'll get to her here in a minute, but even Lucy Screws when she walked in from the bar that was next door and she walked back in to just see what we were all doing and I was like, I looked at her and I was like, you need to watch this. Like, You need to look and see how amazing this is because it was so entertaining to see how much everybody loved you and i think that's what drag is it's supposed to be be entertainingly though i hate the pose that they gave you yeah because it's not my favorite because i don't think it shows off how sweet that whole ass outfit is i don't think you look like this came from party city and i don't (laughs) think that this looks like (laughs) is that what they said yeah they said that your look looks like it came from party city they They said said that i look like the pose you know how you get the the costume at party city oh yeah looks like <laughs> like you're on the front like of the cover yes. of that costume well they're not wrong now, let me they're tell you i i like this pose and i know why they chose it because of the of name the and because of the bootay now i bet that there are a million I at least also, 50 other pictures 49 pictures that are really good what you're saying is true mm-hmm. I also think that this is strategy. I don't think anything is done in this sort of competitions Mm -hmm. and things like that, especially at six, if they've had six of them. Mm -hmm. I don't think anything is done accidentally. And I think this is chose was chosen a for Colin Boutte and B. So every freaking buddy else will underestimate Colin Boutte. I can see that and I can agree with that. Now, I will say there are just details of this outfit. Now, we took 50 pictures. They gave us 50 Mm -hmm. shots each. And then we still, I don't know if we're going to receive more of them, but we received just the one individual promo for now, Mm -hmm. Um, which is also the one that's still going to be in the group photo shoot. So it's the same picture for both. Um, I just don't like that they did not give you a pose that showcases more of the outfit yeah because her outfit was awesome it said bootay down the leg and it said colin down the back of the jacket it had angel wings on the yes. back i mean um, angel wings. this was i 
this is my favorite costume of yours, I think, besides mm-hmm. the replica queen inspired costume that I own now. And then all um, of the friends. I chose orange because I knew nobody else would choose orange for some reason. I, yeah. I hate the color orange. And it's Knoxville, Tennessee. It Falls. is. You got to rep. Exactly. You got to rep. Why Tennessee. I As Colin Boutte. I know. You got to rep doing. the balls. I know what you're doing too. That's when they tell them. You got to rep them. Y'all ain't ready. Y'all ain't ready. Um, yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. Cla- clapping to. Um, <laughs> that was that was because I was about to sing Rocky Top. <laughs> but this was I. You d- you got so much love from the actual photo shoot day. I hate that people are not now that the that's pictures okay. are out. That, see, I know, okay, I know, because you see, it, I hate it too. I hate to sit back and be quiet and let them do but their thing. I am, too. But I but am my... so excited to watch what you're getting ready to do because I know you're like me, where mm. you, at least I think you're like me in the way of we're a little bit petty. And so oh, as soon yeah. as the second that someone underestimates me, I'm like, okay, game time. Mm-hmm. Let's prove you wrong. Yeah, so yeah. I'm so excited to see what you're going to do. I, I'm just going to go out there and do my thing mm-hmm. and do what Colin does. My inspiration for this was Porter Wagner. Yes. Um, I know. I have, keep talking. I bought the, the suit from Kohl's because <laughs> they were the only ones that had an orange suit. Mm-hmm. Um, fatty acid. <laughs> we can pause stuff, Gail. Yeah, we're gonna pause. We'll wait until you get back. <laughs> okay, we'll keep it going. Yeah, you and okay, yes, okay. We'll talk about fatty. Okay. Fatty acid. Uh, love you, fatty. Uh, fatty. Help, sta- fatty stands right here. Right, helped me. Um crop the jacket in the front and keep the tails long in the back um i love it you know it i'm gonna wear it the other night but you know when we're really gonna showcase things is when we have to do yes the walkthrough and people are gonna see oh okay so while gail is gone uh, what <laughs> i don't know what we like what we can talk when is this episode coming out oh as soon as i get it okay edited um I don't know if we'll get in trouble for saying what the challenges are in week one, because I know that Delta and Tony were like, yeah, we know what it is, but we can't say. So I don't know if that's like the rule, but I will say that we are wearing our promo looks on the Oh, first yeah. Our promo looks will be showcased our, in, yeah. in some way. So we will definitely be there to showcase the details. Um, but yeah, I think that you should have, you know, I... I I loved this costume. I still love this costume. Thank you. Did somebody think my hair, that that was my real hair? Yes. Somebody <laughs> did ask if that was your real hair. Um, it, it, I, I love that wig. It's, it's and, and respectfully, it's the same color as your hair. So right? It's, it's, so I don't have to worry about much about my roots showing. Different. No, yeah. I mean, it looks. Through there. If I didn't know, and if I hadn't known you, if I was one of the girls who didn't know you, I maybe would have thought that that was your real hair. <laughs> My other favorite thing was watching, uh, which we'll get to her here in a minute, Lexi Von Simmons when I said that you were 52. Oh, Lexi, what did she say? Lexi had no idea. And so when I was like, Colin is 52, Lexi was like, Colin's 52? Like, it became a whole thing of like, holy shit, like, Colin's 52. Like, it was a, like, surprise to everybody that you were, because we all thought, you know, 
everybody else thought that you were within our age yeah. range. Yeah. You know, so I I love it though. I'm. I love happy. it too. And talking about age, I did not start performing until I was forty three. Yeah, you started. I started really late. I've raised my kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for the most part, you know, got them. Through things and then it was just time to do stuff that I wanted to do for me. I always wanted to perform and um, yeah, I'm I'm so glad that I waited. Yeah, because I hear of you talk of your struggles and I'm just like, oh, I had the same kind of struggles, but different ways. OK, so do we, we want to wait for Gail do to we get back? wait for Gail? We can wait for Gail because okay. I want Gail to be I want to get Gail's yes. input on all of these. So <laughs> while we're waiting on Gail, do you have anything else that you want to like talk to Miss Replica about? Oh, I don't know. Unless it's about me. <laughs> I love you. You have. I love you. You have genuinely. I made that Facebook post about you. You have genuinely become one of my favorite people. Um, it used to, I used to only talk about morphine because <laughs> morphine was my closest friend in the yeah. community. And now it is, my mom is like so tired of hearing about Cairo and you know, anytime she I tired of up, hearing about me, she's a little bit tired of hearing okay. about you because okay. I talk about you so often of like, especially that we're doing this together of like, you know, Colin and I are. You know, Colin and I are talking. I about won't replace name. her. No, she has nothing to worry about. Yeah, no, I, she's. I though love I, her I, to death. I have all girls, though I've never had a boy, so <laughs> well, maybe I might snatch. Maybe you, you can borrow me on the weekends. You know what? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll do a split custody. Agreement. I'm so excited though that we get to do this together. I'm so excited that we're doing this together. Um, I love taking my drag to other places where you know. Nobody knows me yet. I, I will say th- I did. I've only gone out of. I mean, I've been to Johnson City, and obviously mm-hmm. I've been to Chattanooga, mm-hmm. and then I went to. I got to perform in. I think it was South Carolina mm-hmm. at one point. Yeah, and so like I've mostly stayed local, but this will be my first time in Nashville performing, and I'm so excited. I we think waited that, for you to go through I the rest of the you're, you're gonna go farther. In Nashville than I am. I, I think I have performed in Nashville before, and it's it, it's tough. They don't love you as for much. a king. Well, hell, they have drag buses. I love. I mean, oh, they the do tours <laughs> with drag queens. Okay. I mean, it's gonna be hard. They're not really into the kings. There's only one king, and that was Elvis. <laughs> All right, this is Coquetta. 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 First of all, shout out. Is that out. a dick whip? That it is, is. That is a lasso in the shape of a penis, yes. Yes. And it was amazing to see mm-hmm. in person. And I it bet. was like, she had it, for lack of a better term, it was stiff the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, it, when she moved it, like, it came in shape. Like, there was yeah. no faltering. Mm-hmm. It would wobble a little, but it would get whip right back into Did the shape. Did they like, lasso it around? I don't think they lassoed it because I don't think they wanted to risk yeah, yeah. breaking it, but seeing it was so funny. Oh, I bet. No, no, I like great. this. The I, makeup. I mean, Can we just take a minute to talk yeah. about the face? Beautiful mm-hmm. makeup. Uh, the hair being red, too, mm-hmm. is a nice touch to pull into the monochromatic of the red. Um, I love the fringe. I I love this outfit. I love the, the holsters, too. And I think that they were probably the only ones that went that route. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, I really, really... Like I like the boots. Mm-hmm. 
I like everything did. about it. And she was so sweet the whole time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have nothing bad to say about Coquetta. She was just so. We're nice. not going to say anything bad about anybody. Any of them. None of them. We're classy here. Well, yeah. I love this icy blue. This color. is Cora Blue. Oh, I like that she chose blue and she's in blue. She looks like an ice princess. I will say. Again, I'm not trying to be shady. Is that their natural hair, though? Or are they wigging No, they're, it up? they are wearing a wig. Uh, but I will say, out of everybody's look, this one is not my favorite. Uh, because I personally, aside from the chaps, do not get Western from this. Is it beaded to death? No, it's like a vinyl. So it's oh. there. I don't see any stones on it, which some people don't stone everything, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I wish from where the theme was Western, yeah, that we that saw had a more little of bit a Western more Western look. vibes. Yeah. But it is a cute outfit. It's just I think that for the theme of the photo shoot, it mm-hmm. was just it missed the mark just yeah. a little bit. Well, and the pose, blue, more they're, Western. They're sitting in a chair, so yeah. that's why the pose is like that. It's like they uh, learned that new sticker function. And it wasn't even a like it wasn't even a chair. Like they gave us a box. Like when we get to mine, you'll see a couple yeah. people are like standing on or like around a box that they then edited out. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, shout out to Cody Stallings Photography who absolutely. like absolutely killed all of these promo looks. And um, I can't wait to have a photo shoot when I win. <laughs> It's that part of the package. It is. The winning package. But uh, it's a cute outfit. I just don't get the Western from it, so it's not my favorite. Maybe a hat? Yeah, I can't wait for you to win. Because, like, even the fringe is not, like, as noticeable. Yeah, it's boring. It's a... (laughs) I'm sorry. I am. She's not in competition. I'm not in competition, and I don't know any of these people. I'm gonna have to. I would tip you one dollar. That's what you would. This is disastrous. Disastrous. (laughs) All right. In person, this thing was gorgeous. Fun fact. um, Again, talking about the separation of Harrison and replica of Harrison's little self doubt. When I saw this outfit and I saw this, the the face, the hair, the outfit, which I think she made herself. She made all of it um, herself. And the stirrups, if you notice the little stirrups mm-hmm. on the side, are rhinestoned completely. They're encrusted mm-hmm. in stones. And when I saw this in person, I almost left the photo shoot and decided <laughs> to wait. And that's not a joke. I was sitting in the entire room, silent as a mouse, trying to just stay in my own lane and, you know, take in the fact that mm-hmm. I was in you know a competition with nashville caliber people this look was the one that was like what are you doing here harrison slash replica you need to leave you're not ready for this no now this is one of my favorite looks she's beautiful for sure when she pulled up the cow print and like held it at the photo shoot i was like and we're done like there's it's just so good it this to me is Mm -hmm. hit the promo shoot and it's purple i know you can't really tell much in the picture but it's yeah, kind of a deep black purple and it's it's gorgeous how great beautiful. job good yeah beautiful definitely a standout this was a queen i really enjoyed this is duchess dynamite love it uh, so pretty. a bearded queen love everything uh, the lavender i love the fringe the boots Everything about it is... It's, it's giving me very little... Almost like Little Whorehouse in Texas. Yeah. Like it's, you know, Sheriff... The uh, Western Sheriff meets Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Mm-hmm. The fringe, the hat. Uh, even Her makeup's the, like, gorgeous. The giant ring on the head. Yes. <laughs> like I love it's, her pink 
boy boot. She's gorgeous. This yep. is this is drag. Like this is so good. This I is love dynamite. this. The only yeah. thing better but, is if but, she were a can can girl. No. Oh, just, just just wait. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we have some can can. What do we girls think of the length of the western. skirt? You know, I don't mind. It. I think it says western. I think, I think it, it says, does too. I don't think it um, says slut. No. I no. think this is it like says Ginger Rogers western. Yeah. Mm, this is very. I, I almost said May West Western, but I don't think it's that. I don't think it's May West Western. I will give it Ginger Rogers Western, but it's very pretty. I love this color mm. on her. Yeah, I have nothing bad to say. I love nothing this. Bad. Yeah, none of them. I'm not getting just that blue girl who, by the way, I absolutely love the color mm. of the outfit is boring <laughs> compared to everything else that's going on. Eden. Eden Ash. Which Eden Ash looks like, yes. I've been there, done that. Love the name, Eden. And I feel I like get she's it. worn I this. I love the name, too. I really hope that she made that she chose this name because of the pun. Because of that, and yeah. If not, and she just picked this name because she thought it was pretty and didn't get the pun or the double entendre, I would <laughs> find it even funnier, but also be slightly disappointed. As I'm pretty show. sure they get but it. No, Eden, Eden Ash is um, wonderful. We can't not talk about the muscles. Um, Do you not the, like the muscles? No, I love. Oh, I no, love I a love muscle cream. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I will say, I, I, I think this is a, a tad bit below the mark. Yep, because it's almost the same fabric as what Cora was wearing. It's drag bus, but it's a, western it drag is a queen. Body, it is <laughs> literally a bodysuit mm-hmm. with yeah. thigh high boots. And a matching red hat with gloves. Like I'm not a fan of the wig. Uh, it really gives me um, 80s rocker mm-hmm. more than it does Western. But for I just feel like it does work. It works. with this outfit though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 at the mark. So I mean, it's it gives me you know mm-hmm. cowboy hat fringe. It does give Western a little bit. So I'm not gonna knock it too much. And plus, she's a sweetheart. She was so nice, and she's so pretty in person. And my, I remember uh, Sia inhale one of the hosts, literally like helping her touch up because Aww. her, yeah, like it was so sweet. That is so cute. I'm like looking for my. Says Kaya. Is it Kaya, Kaya Rose Marks? Kaya Rose Marks. <laughs> and we're all silent. <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't be all silent. Um. <laughs> I this was a lot of people's favorite and was it, this, okay. it was she's definitely trying to give Mae West saloon vibes. I mean it's very much saloon you know saloon madam mm-hmm. um is the jacket western I don't think so but it's very very it, pretty no it's a jacket it's an a, organza oh. yeah that jacket. is a ruffle coat with some payettes stuck in there nope um, not that part for western no I that should have been her jacket if she wanted to wear it that day for that look she should have pinned it up at the back like a bustle mm-hmm. now she mm. to be a train to now go she all the way down the back no, oh yeah oh, I, have no I don't know if she didn't have a bustle I have no doubt but either, that's what it should have been she should have had the waist mm-hmm. the only issue if she was doing bustle. burlesque this would be perfect yes I will say um 
my watching it in person the breastplate kept popping out so she kept having to readjust the corset mm-hmm. because like the nipples yeah were the, the corset the is way too small for the um, for the breastplate which i i get it you want almost that you know not to reference uh, somebody who's on tv but you want almost that uh Giselle, or Giselle Barbier, Fantasia Royale Gaga from Dragula, like the the huge you know chest with the really tiny waist. Ah, like gotcha, that's that's gotcha. the silhouette that you would want. Um, I will say they did a very good job of editing out the lines on the shoulders because I think this was more of like a tank toppy breastplate where oh. it was like cut right up here. Oh. So they, I if I remember correctly, of course, again I could be wrong. Um, cause it's been several weeks, but I will say that like there were, it, obviously it's the neckline up here that's hidden by the necklace, which is a great way to hide that. Um, but I feel like the, the arm holes were a little bit closer than farther out. So her face the, is very pretty. Oh, the face is yeah. beat. Yeah. The, she's beautiful. Yeah. I yeah. just don't think she's Western, but whatever, you know, that's, I'm not the judge of this. Uh Oh, <laughs> you know? We we should probably also talk about the hosts when we're done, because they look well we so didn't we good. didn't get their picture but yeah they do look really really good Lexi Von Simmons interesting I feel like we have one in Knoxville it's fatty acid fatty acid that's it <laughs> I I I didn't much get Western from this not at all. That looks like it looks very space western. Yeah, very space. This there's some fringe on some sleeves. That's about as western as I see. I love you, Lexi. This is giving me very. I needed a last minute dance costume for my fourth number. Like this does not read western to me. I love the hair and the makeup is so on point. But Mm. I think for the theme, I don't know why they chose this pose pose though because it for me it's giving very much d snyder yes <laughs> yes we're it's, not gonna yes. take it yeah um but faces be- makeup is beautiful faces beat and she's one of the ones who's done sissy before i believe oh, she okay. did yeah. last cycle well um, i feel like these have been chosen for a reason and yeah. i think they're not showcasing everyone's My best baby. purposefully Lucy Lucy Screws one love the name yes Um, I like Lucy Screws I I really loved this outfit either way would love Love that too my only critique with this outfit and this because I saw it in person was um, they had had something on the breast she, she right made, here she made a blue ribbon like had either had her i think it either had her name on it or it said like first place uh-huh. and she, it was something that could pin to the costume and she forgot to pin it onto the costume before she went up to do the photo oh, shoot oh no so i wish that that had been part of it it was something about the, it just kudos for making this but the things that were supposed to be on the breast were mm-hmm. a little high up mm-hmm that is my only critique. This is this, cute, cute, cute. This is adorable. And Lucy is so sweet. One of the nicest mm-hmm. people. Um, she's a cast member on their on plays Thursday nights, so their UBU like open stage nights. Oh yeah, cool. Um, so she's a play Nashville girl. She's just not a playmate, mm-hmm. but she super sweet. The the makeup is gorgeous. And I I want this costume. Yeah, I yeah might she looks this very, very cute. I love her guns, her finger guns. Her finger guns. Her finger guns. Her finger guns. 
That's cute. Oh, I think I did that. <laughs> did it again. Oops, I did it again. <gasps> um, uh, we should can... we should we start being biased now, or should we wait until we say who she's related to? Well, no, we're just gonna. We're, <laughs> no, we're not gonna. Shut up. <laughs> we're not gonna. Sorry. I don't care. Sorry, this, I couldn't help it. We're real ones. She First of is all, one of my favorite people in the entire Mona Vaughn world. Holler, I saw at a ghoul school mm-hmm. and fangirled her to death because it was, uh, I guess it was space related or whatever, but she was. She did the, the Mars Attacks. Mars Attacks, She's yes. Stunning. I love yeah. this costume. This and she costume is so in beautiful. Um, when they said they were doing lavender, I was like, ooh, I'm doing orange. We are going to look so good together. We are definitely going to have to have pictures together. But the makeup, the hair, just, oh, her yeah. shoes were so cute. You know, I love the leaves. It's just. I think she looks gorgeous. I do think she looks more country than Western, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, I didn't see it in person. So I can't see the details. Like she might have more fringe and things that I don't see on there. But mm. I stick. First of all, she's beautiful. Fangirler. She's you know yeah. she's she's a favorite. So I met Mona. Um, I didn't know her before I went up to Nashville for the sissy like Halloween winners thing where they got okay, all the winners yeah, back yeah. together. And Mona was there in drag, and I was there in drag. And so Mona was like oh my god you know oh my gosh you're so pretty and I was like oh my gosh you're beautiful I love your hair so like that was how we met and then knowing that we're getting to do sissy together just makes it even better um because I didn't really know her before that Mm -hmm, and then mm -hmm. that I remember how good of an impression that that left on me from that sissy showcase so um they are a fantastic person and I can't wait to spend the weekend with them I cannot wait to uh get to see what they do it's going to be very exciting. But yeah, it's, you know, we're going to let her stand on her own. Absolutely. Because she is a beautiful because human. Nova. And her mama's beautiful too. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Nova, Nova Careless. Careless. I'm trying. Nova Careless. <laughs> Nova no Careless. Nova no. Careless. Nova Careless. Um, what is this? Is it a bull? Is she a bull? So again, is she a Western bull? I don't know. I, mean, I will say again that the the prompt was monochromatic with pops of drag neutral. Well, she's um, got drag neutral, and she's got two different shades of drag neutral. <laughs> um, the horns though were really spectacular. The horns are great. If she's being a, is she a matador? Maybe I don't for understand the Western top with the corset. This was, I think, and I love Nova. She's a sweetheart, and I'm not meaning this in a bad way, but I think compared to everybody that we have already seen and everybody else who I know is coming, this is my least favorite outfit of the promo. It's like she missed the assignment, or I'm missing what she's trying to convey, unless she is a matador. The gloves are beautiful, and I like the corset. It's just, I think from the waist down, there was not a ton of thought put into it. I think the focus was on the horns, which, I mean, the horns are sickening, but I do remember hearing at least once them try to, like, 
prompt her to be a little bigger in front of the camera because mm-hmm. she was so focused on holding the horns and trying to make sure that they didn't move that she was not giving a ton of Were like, the horns emotion. on her head? Were they attached to something? Or was they're, she I think it's them hat. She's got, the hat. Okay. She's got a, she's got a ponytail in the back, the which hat. is beautiful. I love a good ponytail. So the only thing that she really needs for hair, what would have really made this outfit really pop, is you're correct. But she needs like a little ruffled skirt, like um, almost like an 1800s out on the west, but instead of it being long and to the ankle, a short one with a little bustle in red if it were me i would have done red boots if yeah, possible she should have had and then i would have done maybe not a full skirt like that but do a fringe skirt yeah kind of mimics the gloves i looked at the fringe too but yeah. i think with the corset if she had in the color of the corset yeah. i would have done a red panty and a red boot and then kept yeah. maybe the white hat and the white undershirt well yeah. but it's cool. She's there. Now you get to see it again. Oh, who's for your this first person? Day. Oh, this oh, is Replica that. Queen. Is that blue? It, so I it's, do love it blue. Is purple. It's purple. purple. It's like a nice, I always, I said that I was going to look like Grimace uh, when I was picking uh, up. No, okay, so I'm going to critique where you're not here. Okay. Um, I love the color. You can't see the stoning on there, which I wish that you could. Um, I would have liked to have. such good legs. Right? I, I think you can blame marching band for eight years for that. <laughs> wow. Um, nice legs. Your makeup looks and amazing. Your makeup's flawless. Yeah, flawless. I love the color of the wig. Um, I don't know about the hat. If it was... And it might just be the angle of the picture. Maybe mm-hmm. if it was come down a little bit... Yeah, we discussed there. some things. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to discuss it on here. I think that she can produ- position the hat a little different mm-hmm. and also style out her wig just a little. And we discussed a little of that, but we're not telling you the strategy because she's going to unveil it. That's right. When so she does it. I, I do. I had such a good time at the photo shoot. Um, I Colin can tell you that really was where I started to kind of come alive was as yes. soon as they started yeah. taking pictures. I, I turned replica on and turned mm-hmm. the you know got into the position that I knew that I needed to be in um I wish that they had chosen a different pose I yes. specifically remember a different pose that I did and I loved it and I remember Cody Stallings was like look at this you know purposely was like look at this picture um they had they were like we want movement we want movement so I did like a spin on the paper mm. Mm-hmm. And I had like my arms up, so the fringe was moving with the spin, and but I wound up ripping the paper underneath my uh, foot from where all my weight was on one foot, and you could see in the picture where it started to twist. And that one was the one that I wish that I had instead of this one because I will agree I don't like this pose of how you can't really see a ton of the outfit. Like you can't see a lot of the stoning detail. But honestly, you're not going to see in a picture. You're not going to yeah. see... Um, I was the the stoning (laughs) so I was inspired by uh, Trixie Mattel's All Stars 3 promo when they did all gold and she did the western where it was a gold sequin with the fringe up on the top and then her heels had spurs on them and I wasn't able to put that but that was what my inspiration was for this 
Um, my original idea was I was going to do green, green and black, because green's my favorite color. And we could not find a green stretch material that would get here in enough time. Gotcha. So I had to sacrifice yeah. doing green to go with purple. I would have been the only one in green, which I think would have made me have. stand out a little mm-hmm. bit better. But I don't hate the picture. Right. Um, I just don't like the pose, but I stand I by think my you look beautiful. Look. I think you look very cute. Uh, another one that's going to make that made me want to leave. Shoshana Vandeblair. Now, Shoshana has done Sissy before. I know that they also did the last cycle. They made it all the way to top four the last cycle. And um, I'm not going to say who I think they should have replaced, but I will say I think that they deserved to be in the top two instead of getting eliminated at top four. Um, Now... Did they at least have on cowboy boots? Like, to me, none of this looks Western. They look beautiful. They are stunning, but but this is not Western. This is 100% not western um maybe maybe they were born small boots i mean i don't maybe? i don't know i don't I, know I the hair is beautiful the makeup's right. beautiful but be it's beautiful and a contender let's go yeah <laughs> they're yeah they well they gotta have something a little more interesting uh, okay, they have stuff going on this one was another favorite of mine yeah. stefani girl I love all the stuff they're going got, have going on and i actually like the black and blue concept yes even though it was a rainbow situation and it seems like there were a lot of the same so they executed this extremely well for me all the the belt buckles they yes. made all this too yeah so the the, the buckles everywhere yes the um, lace front mustache got me together when she yeah. got so i was the first person that got to the photo shoot it i was the first person i was there like 20 minutes early mm-hmm. and then nova Cor- nova careless cora blue and stefoni were the next three that showed up and so we were all kind of talking a little bit and i remember stefoni got out of the car already fully dressed and like with the lace front mustache yes. on and everything and it was so funny it was i could not stop laughing i thought it was brilliant so definitely this look is very well executed it gives very the black bart yes yeah i (laughs) yes i love it i love it she's definitely gonna be one to watch out for it's a lot of fun this is Trey Alzee's another king. Yeah, Trey Alizé. Alizé, sorry. Okay, so Trey Alizé. I don't know what is up. What's up with the? Is that lips? Yes, it is. that is lips. That is lips on the crotch. Um, I will the say lips on the hat too. I. Yes. This might be a controversial take. I did not get Western from this, even in person. I got, and still for some reason, am getting baseball uniform. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's giving me very like these are, you know, your baseball pants and your baseball like jersey that you wear tucked into your belt and like it just for some reason, I don't know why, but to me I'm getting more baseball player than I am western. And I don't want that to come off in like a negative way. I think this look is sickening. I just to me in like from my viewpoint, it looked more baseball player than it did western. Well, looking at the lips where it's at, if you look like at this whole outfit, A, doesn't look Western, but B, it looks like they're wearing a person. Like, you know, you can see the eyes and the hands. Oh. And the lips. <laughs> 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 
you know. So oh that's kind of weird. And for whatever reason, the the lips on the hat just look like coffee beans. I do. I am very excited though that we have multiple like kings. Co- they, yes, but There's I am three excited kings this to see season. what's happening with the kings. Oh, we three kings. Yes, there are three mm. kings. I will say that Trey, well, from what I've been told, Trey is a very like bigger name is kind of the king representative of it. Trey, this is really cool, and I love it. And as your we three king vibes, I have to say you got to be a little more frankincense, I guess, because you're not bringing the gold. Um, <laughs> this is our last contender. I guess you're Mur. <laughs> Collins Mur. I'm sorry, Victor in person, sexy. I am a like F. I see Western. I love the bad guy. You oh yeah, it all off. All right. Yeah. Who is this a king? Is this, this is, a tail? This is the last king. I know. Frankincense king. Yeah, this, this, is. this is the thing. This is gold this right is, there. Yeah. This one's bringing gold. You still brought a gift. I, you yeah, know? I, it just happens to be smellier. It's I. It, it hits very Western villain. I will say it's not my favorite out of everybody's, but mm-hmm. I think it is a little plain. It is. It is a little plain, but you know they chose to go the all black right? and but the king the makeup, and the king yeah. situation, the king makeup, yeah. and I mean this was this was so good. It's just and you know choosing black is a very strong choice. Yes, in a you know to be a completely drag neutral. Yes, like you're like okay, I'm just drag neutral mm-hmm. then. This was. I'll tell you what I love about this and what isn't fair in life. But guess what, kids? Life isn't fair. Mm -hmm. I do think as a spectator Mm -hmm. that uh, kings get away with being a little less shiny. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we it's so that's still sexy and drag to me. Yeah. And I know I'm just a spectator. That's what everybody has to keep in mind. I'm the average person who is. You know, do I know a little bit about what's going on? Sure, but I'm I'm the one in there that's going to be tipping excitedly for the first time. You know, this is my voice, you know, of the people who don't know what the hell's going on. So, so when we get to the group promo. Yes. I my issue is I don't like that they put me and Lexi right next to each other because we are both in purple for we are both in four-way stretch oh, I see. B- uh, body suits with chaps and fringe on the top we look like we're wearing the exact same costume just in a different color i think they did it for color blending mm-hmm. more than trying to put you together i, I mean i'm and sure it's y'all's these are all everybody's individual promos mm-hmm. all put together as the one promo Mm-hmm. Yeah. So these are all the same pictures. Yeah, these are the exact just, same pictures. They just kind of cropped us all together. Okay, for your assignment, what I want you to do for me is I want you to take all the individuals and I want you to do that little sticker situation. I want like you to insert them, and then I want you them. to put it where you want it. Oh, okay. I can. I want you to do, do it and then send me that photo. <laughs> I can definitely. That's do your that. homework. <laughs> I don't. You know, there's no time limit on the homework. Yeah. That's just sometime so, this um, season. I want you to show me how it stands out in this photo your butt (laughs) (laughs) is it because it's orange and it's going against the green it is like you know what first of all i have a lot of uh, i feel like they put baby in the corner i don't like it i don't like where they put you on here but um uh 
It is the orange that makes you stand out. And then Mona is, I mean, because she's up front, but really the uh, person, the two in the back by the six. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because of where your eyes go. Mm -hmm. But you stand out. Oh, I know. I was going to say, I think my, I I was going to say disastrous definitely stands out for me. With the horns? Uh, No, no. No, the the purple right there next to the six. With the cow cow print. print. Yeah, yeah. Which, it's not giving the cow print justice. No, not at all. My eyes go to Lucy because of the pattern um, in the fabric. You know, everyone else Mm -hmm. is kind of wearing a, like, you know, Trey's got some, like, the lip pattern. And then, Mm -hmm, obviously, you've got a couple different shades of orange going on. But to me, I'm drawn to Lucy's because everyone else is almost wearing, like, a a plain monochromatic fabric. Whereas Lucy's is... This is still monochromatic because it's all blue, but here's I a feel like Lucy fabric. is the one that is the most country western. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, out of everybody. Yes, um, but everybody's interpretation is different. Yes, that's the thing, and that's what I, I love didn't about it. Read the rules or what was said, so I'm assuming everybody <laughs> was great when they came in there. From now, what the who people is said, everybody's. While we have this up, who is everybody's? favorite and least favorite just 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 for well mine is um colin boutet and also colin boutet they're both my favorite (laughs) and my least favorite favorite. i would say that's probably my favorite my least favorite (laughs) okay now be for real now let's come on now you can't have the villain of Uh, and not have a a um, shady moment my favorite (laughs) is um and Lord, I've done forgot her name. My right least now. favorite is the one in the blue, the light blue. Uh, there, I know there's a lot of blue on there. The uh, uh, Cora or Shoshana, which is because I, I Shoshana's know I got the black hair and Cor- uh, Cora's got the blonde. Cora the blonde. Yeah, I I think that they're gonna bring something though because oh, they're beautiful. But my least in this, favorite. They're my least favorite. What, who's your most favorite? Then you are. Oh, you're sweet. Okay, no, 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 no more bias. Let's. <laughs> like, no, seriously. I mean, I don't know any of these people from looks. Like, if I'm going to be like shallow and be like, oh, who just based look? off of like the first impression of the look. Like, if you if you didn't know, obviously, cow print know girl and villain guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, um, if we're just going looks, my that now y'all know what turns me on. And I am so biased because it's. And I love your outfit replica, but it's we're gonna see what's up. Yeah. Kaya. Kaya is probably my Which least favorite. Which one is Kaya? The, this one, the corset and the, the, corset and the yeah, the, yeah, the I can color. see that. And then my favorite is Stefani. Stefani with the, just because oh in, yeah, in I person, like too. It was Their just so good. Really good too. I'm going to say my favorite was Lucy. With the pattern blue mm-hmm. and the white fringe. It's beautiful. And then my least favorite, unfortunately, is Nova oh, Careless with the horns. No, I'm just kidding. With the horns and then the white mm, with the black yeah. boots and pants. I don't and like that look at all. If that's what we're discussing yeah, we're right doing, now, if we're yeah, just discussing we're just looks. Discuss, discussing first impressions based off the look. Oh, yeah. Um, well, I gosh, think, yeah. I yeah. think you're pretty I, spot on I with the that, least. Yeah, I was going to say least would probably be Nova. Now, she's a sweetheart. I'm excited to see what she brings. I just think that that was not my favorite look from out of everybody. The not try hards. Right here, here, and here. <laughs> 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 I 
I told you. Replica Queen is not currently associated with Gavin Girl Time Productions, <laughs> and the thoughts and opinions of Gail and Braddy do not <laughs> reflect. I don't. They couldn't see who I was pointing to. <laughs> you, we, Only you can. Well, I'm gonna from go, the camera. Well, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna go in and edit everybody's picture in there when we're talking about them individually. Remember, right? <laughs> but you can. You don't have no. You don't need to do that. But you can see. No, I know. That's the Illuminati Illuminati triangle right there. So the ongoing rumor <laughs> is that they will probably send six people home in week one. Yeah, I think six, they're gonna send eight. I think they're gonna do six and six to get to a top four in the finale. Because we have 16 of us. So I think if you're going to eliminate 12 to get to a top four, the smartest way to do it would be six and six. You would think, well, you better get your knee pads out. Bruce tonsils so is going to be ahead of the game. So who's going She's home first? Not Bruce. Oh, <laughs> I don't. Not Bruce tonsils. Not me. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I, honestly, I don't want to say because mm-hmm. I, I'm. You never know. I don't want to base no, yeah. things just on the way they look. I want to see, I want to see what talent yes. is bringing. I want to be entertained. I so have not, mm-hmm. the only person I have seen perform out of this list is Shoshana, and I think Lexi. I can't remember if Lexi was the one who made it to top four last season. It's been a while since I watched the finale of Cycle Five, but um, definitely Shoshana is a dancer as well. Um, she had for the finale she did a grudge number like the movie the grudge oh where fun. she had a, a tv prop mm-hmm. that was hollowed out and she climbed out underneath it and had like was dressed like the grudge and the long black hair and then flipped her head back and it was a wig reveal and then she took uh, the white dress off and she had like a really pretty is that the grudge or the it. ring the ring one of the, I th- it might be the ring one of the two i'm well not good with my horror movies I've, but i've seen that done better by uh rebel vital but that's just me <laughs> but i watched it and i was i was very blown away that was the moment where i was like i wish that you know out after watching all four of the top four performances shoshana was definitely somebody i thought was gonna be in top two this is gonna be a big deal i think that everybody's gonna bring it i feel that everybody that is in this cast yeah was picked also shout out to for our a reason sia inhale and vidalia and gentry i think is her last name aka sia and vag absolutely because these yeah. promos that they shot as well Look how beautiful. Uh, yeah, wow. Badge doing a homage to Miss Frizzle mm-hmm. uh, with the like, because sp- you can't really see it on there, but she's got like planets and space yes. things on the yeah, desk. So it's love very it. Miss Frizzle. And then uh, Sia just is always Gwen Stefani. Stunning. <laughs> she's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, these two are. Yes. Like, I'm so excited that they're. If are you guys hosts. are listening and watching, they, do they, watching this, just are they know. related? Because they're, so they, I've, they I've look be- very similar I in the face. From what I have heard, I do not have official confirmation, but I believe that they might be romantically involved. Oh, okay. Fun. So I'm, that is not off the top of my head. I do not know if that Maybe is Maybe the same person painted each face. Now, I know that... And that <laughs> is technique and why they look alike. I have looked up to Sia. I've been such a fan of Sia's for years now. I followed her 
because she's they both also work with the music city prep clinic um to help Mm. get you know free prep to people in around nashville and in the state of tennessee um so i know that they are what they call their drag nurses where they will show up to a lot of the prep sponsored Mm. events um so i followed i love that i followed both of them for a while but i just sia has always for several years has been somebody that i've like genuinely been you know enthralled by and so to finally get to work with her in person and work alongside her is because replica and i could um be sisters if we did our makeup similar you know in not to go back to drag survivor but in season two of drag survivor actually got points taken off in horror week because uh I painted Flannel West Coast and I to look like twins. And one of the judges said that I painted her prettier than I painted myself. And they docked points off of my score for that. What? They they took points off that of was a, painting somebody better than I painted myself. That's I like, wrong. I was like, I don't know if I should I'm take protest. Or not. I'm going to protest. Throw a chair on stage. I'm going to do that. Wait no. till we do a... I won that challenge. Drag survivor, whatever situation I know, and I've never painted exciting. anybody before. <laughs> but I, I've king makeup is a little mm-hmm. easier to do mm-hmm. than like when than queen makeup. Yeah, when uh, when James Carlyle painted their partner to look like a king as well mm-hmm. for the makeover challenge, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. Have you had fun? I We've had, had a blast. blast. We've had so fun I, having you on. You'll have to come back again. I yes. would love to come back. You know I'm who s- the real MVP of all of this has been? Charlotte. Charlotte. Yes. yes. Charlotte. Shout out, out to Charlotte, film. who has sit here for the past two hours. That's how you know she really doesn't feel well. I know, right? <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like... <laughs> That's what convinced it. Like she was like, well, you've been you know, so good, and I think you deserve a frosty after she's this. Done, yes, a she's frosty. done the oh, I'm sick before. Okay, All right. good deal. You're um, awesome. Before, ooh, okay, nice. Before we, before we, before we hop out. Um, if you do not already have your Sissy Cycle 6 tickets, if you are in the Knoxville slash Nashville area and you would like to come see Sissy Cycle 6, uh, tickets are on sale, I think, through Eventbrite. We both have our little individual ticket links. The promo codes? The, do you have codes? So, so we don't we have promo a... codes, but they did give us individual links that oh, cool. are, have yeah. our names on them where you can go through and buy tickets. Um, but it is February, no, January 21st, February 4th, and then February 25th at Eastside Bowl in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and there are two ticket packages available where you can buy individual tickets each week at the same link, or you can get the quote unquote big sis package and buy all three weeks of tickets. Very and, exciting. uh, it is 50% audience based. The, the judging is very interesting where it's going to be. 50% judge based where they're going to have an actual panel of judges and then they're going to factor in an audience ranking system from what I've heard is that they give each audience member like a piece of paper and have them rank their favorite however many and so they'll tally up those scores in the top however many will get to move on then, you so. know it might be a little hard for us considering that we don't live there we are out of town so that means we have to get a caravan of people but I will say this <laughs> Antioch Class of 1990, if you want to know what I've been doing, come and see me yes. at Eastside Bowl. <laughs> and I'm certain January 21st. None of my comedy friends are listening to this, but I do have a lot of comics 
friends that live in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can rally a comedy thing to go see this. I think it's going to be a get, fun, fun night. If we can just mm-hmm. get enough people to come and make sure that Colin and I at least make it to week two. Because we have to be there. Obviously, everyone has to be there week one. And then we all we do have to be there week three as well. Because they do a like parade of eliminated contestants mm-hmm. and do like mm-hmm. an on-stage interview with everybody who's been eliminated so if you we could at least make sure that we both get to week two so that way we can be there every week and we you know every single week that we have to that'd be great so nice well awesome, awesome. man well, thank this, you this so ran longer than i expected <laughs> but know. we went a little, little over but we're talkers here. You know what? Our first YouTube, thank you yes, so much hey. if you stuck around and I'm watched try to us. Be less frog like. We're gonna figure out a <laughs> we're gonna figure out a way to sit seat the situation. You know what? Uh, and get all, some angles decent because right now I we just, need to do it. We, we'll <clears throat> switch the table around and we'll do like the delicious dish. We know we all start somewhere, kind of so. So first wow. YouTube, so there's obviously there's going to be some kinks in the road, but you know. I'm headlong. This year ends my mother era, and I'm headlong barreling into crone. So I don't know why I care. Don't know why I care. <laughs> you take the good, you take the bad, you take it all, and there you have the facts of life. <laughs> uh, this is uh, going into 2024. This is the end of the villain a replica as we know it oh. um i'm trying to reinvention uh, reinvention mm-hmm. rebranding i'm trying to be a better person and Malef- a better maleficent so. part two yes <laughs> I so got we're, you. we're gonna you know this is the end of the me misunderstood evil i'm proud queen. of you for making that decision because it could be very very easy to revert back into a lot of villainous people, ways a lot of people after not to continue making this episode longer than it already is, but a lot of people after season two, because I played the villain up so much for the camera and everything that happened, really did start considering the villain all the time. In real life. In real life, that I was like a horrible person. And so my reputation has, you know, never been worse. Sometimes I really hate this planet. (laughs) So for you all to have me here, you all really must like me for me. So oh, we're you know, super I'm, happy I'm that super you're here. I'm super excited that I'm here, and I'm excited for what this year's going to bring. And right. since you're a Taylor Swift fan, it's eras anyway. We all have our eras, and you're allowed to grow. Everyone is allowed to grow and change and evolve, and it's trial and error. You're a baby. You're okay. You're like a quarter of a century now. It's time, I guess. Yes. yes. Be it's, kind. It's time, it's to, time to practice the laws of kindness. And there's, it's easy. I'm done being the mean girl. I'm ready to, to move on and be a better person. Yeah, you're allowed to grow up. You're me. growing up. I'm so proud of you. Yay. Are you going to sing with us? Theater kid? Yeah. You know what? Sing the I outro. Will, it's the same as the intro. To. That's right. And to our listeners, hey, we're just going to get better and better. And we're so grateful for you joining us. And we're grateful to be able to do YouTube and this platform. And thanks for joining us. And thanks for being here. So happy to have you. Thank you I'm sorry. I'm thinking about what I'm going to do for the outro. I know. Which she does, but gives me no clue. So thank I just have so to thank you for being here. We're so happy. And you know what? We thank you for listening to Gavin Girl Time.
time. Why are there so many songs about rainbows? And what's on the other side? Just a bunch of gay folks having a good time. And a lot of jealous straighties worrying about it. Bing! Someday you'll find it. The rainbow connection. You were supposed to ribbit, ribbit. Oh, ribbit, ribbit. Are you the frog of the episode? Yes, that's right. Yes, but Miss Piggy over here starting it. I'm <laughs> just kidding. And I'm Gonzo. <laughs> No morphine's gonzo because of the nose. I'm uh, I'm Fozzie Bear. Mm, okay. <laughs> Ribbit. <laughs>